It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one Eight four four Cosentix. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 22nd, 2021. You know what that is. My name is Phil Prospect. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR_OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic... Three final spins. We're going to do some tankathons. We're going to do some final spins, play through some scenarios here as it is finally NBA Draft Lottery Day. Happy Lottery Day to one and all. But before we do any of that, I do remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Lando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Be sure to check out the latest episode of a Locked On NBA Draft where RJ Hampton and his dad explain why the, why he, RJ decided to play in New Zealand and Australia in the NBL, NBL during his gap year and a little bit more on his rookie season. You do not want to miss that. Check out the Locked On NBA Draft podcast, plus the other great Locked On podcasts in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, and College 2. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. So stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. So today... Uh, seeing that it is NBA Draft Lottery Day, seeing as, as I'm recording this, we are 16 hours away from the NBA Draft Lottery taking place. Uh, I thought it would be good, like we've done with the mock drafts before, but I thought it'd be good to sit down, run through a couple of mock draft, a couple of simulated lotteries, and explain what the magic strategy would be in each situation. Uh, I do not have these preset. I am literally looking at the uh, reset tankathon board the the uh, draft standings as if the as if the lottery has not happened. I'm going to hit sim lottery five times, and that will be the lottery that we play. So we're going to play that lottery. I'll explain where how I see that draft shaking out, what the magic strategy would be, uh, and who the magic would take 
as we get ready for the real lottery. Again, just to kind of set the stage, um, I have explained how the lottery works. It is a drawing of four numbers. It's not just simply hitting a button. The Orlando Magic with a 21-51 and 51 record finished with the third worst record in the NBA, which gives them the top odds to win the lottery. 52.1% chance at getting the top four. 140 number combinations, so a 14% chance to win the first overall pick. And so, without further ado, let's sim the lottery. Clicking once. It's taking forever. This is taking forever. Clicking twice. Sim it again. This is actually taking a lot longer than I thought it would. So we're going to sim it twice here. Actually, going to sim. I'm going to I'm going to hit the button three times because this lottery is taking a little bit longer. And simming three times, the Orlando Magic will pick fourth in this mock draft, as well as eighth with the Chicago Bulls pick not with the Chicago Bulls not getting into the top four. The first overall pick goes to the Toronto Raptors, which uh, I, I found really interesting. Sam Desini of the Athletic, a great draft uh, draft expert as well. If you don't read him. Um, yeah, believe that Cade Cunningham's best fit would be in Toronto. I think a lot of that is because he feels like that would get Cade into a situation where he could win immediately. And, and you know, uh, I, I think that would be interesting. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's the best fit. They, they obviously have, I mean, Cade Cunningham fits anywhere. Fit, Cade Cunningham is the best player in this draft. He's going number one no matter who, who, ta- who you take here. Um, t- Toronto taking Cade Cunningham would be super interesting to me, though. Um, you know, I, I I I don't know. I don't know what what that deal would be, um, but you know, they'd obviously have Fred Van Vliet. They obviously uh, are probably going to try and resign Kyle Lowry. It's not clear if they will. If they if they get Cade Cunningham, if they get the top pick, I would think they'd feel a little bit more comfortable letting Lowry walk. But Cade Cunningham's going number one. Doesn't matter what anyone says. Doesn't matter what anyone does. Cade Cunningham's going number one. The Toronto Raptors with a seven and a half percent chance climb into the top spot. Number two went to the Houston Rockets. Um, I, 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 between, I mean, I've made myself pretty clear and I'll probably repeat this point throughout the course of this podcast. Um, I, I would take Jalen Green over Evan Mobley. Um, uh, I know Houston has Kevin Porter Jr. and they really like him as a young player and he had some really good scoring moments. Um, they, they still have John Wall as a point guard. I, I still take Jalen Green. Um, I, I still have Jalen Green number two on my board. I, I would not surprise me if Houston were to take Evan Mobley in this situation and this in this scenario. Um, and it's not that Evan Mobley's a bad player. I think Evan Mobley's a very good player. I have him third on my board. Um, I, I'm, I would probably take him over Jalen Suggs. Um, but in this league, wings are just so much more important. And if you're starting from scratch, I think you take the wing if, if it's even marginally, uh, if, it's a, if it's a marginal difference here. And so I would take Jalen Green number two uh, pretty much in every scenario that, that, I, would, that I would play out. Um, Detroit picking third. That's probably where Mobley goes. Um, you know, I know they like Isaiah Stewart. They have Jeremy Grant, obviously. They need everything. I have I rate Evan Mobley ahead of Jalen Suggs. Would not surprise me if they go for Jalen Suggs, though. Although they did draft Killian Hayes last year, so maybe that isn't the best. That isn't the best fit. But again, you're, is Killian Hayes going to be better than than Jalen Suggs? Is Killian Hayes going to be better than Evan Mobley? Probably not. So you know, you're, 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 it's really important, I think, to remember with uh, with these top picks. You're just taking the best player. There's five guys in this draft who everyone believes that you really can't miss on. Take them. Don't think twice about it. So at the fourth pick, if the Magic are left with the choice between Jalen Suggs and Evan Mo, or Jalen Suggs or Jonathan Kuminga, I don't care that I already have point cards. I don't care that I have RJ Hampton. I don't care that I have Cole Anthony. I don't care that I have Marco Fultz. 
figure it out later. Get talent in the building. Jalen Suggs is a skilled shooter. We saw what he could do in the NCAA tournament. He is great at getting to the basket. He's great at finishing at the rim. He's got some good defensive instincts too. I, I, I think we've I think we've all kind of overlooked Suggs Suggs um, because that just hasn't how the draft has shaken out that I've played in so far. Um, but Suggs I, I think is easy to forget as just a really quality player. Um, I I really like Jalen Suggs. I really think that he um, is going to be a really fa- is going to be a really fine player. I don't know if he'll be a number one option for a good team, but. He's going to be really, really fine, and he'd step in in Orlando, and yes, even with all the guards the Magic have, play him at three for a little bit. Who cares? It's 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 not like having ball. I mean, it would hurt him more defensively than it would offensively because you can put him on the ball. You can put him off the ball. He'll, he'll find a way to make things work. Again, for me in this draft, there are four very clear, very good players to me. Jonathan Kuminga is a little bit more of a risk, and I don't think he fits the Magic as well, but he's clearly five to me. And so if I'm Oklahoma City, I'm still taking Jonathan Kuminga at five. Um, Cleveland, I would have them take Scotty Barnes. They come in at six. Seventh, Minnesota falls uh, and gives their pick up to Golden State. Um, that's where things might get interesting. Would Golden State go for a player like Moses Moody? Would they be looking for um, for, for someone else there? Uh, would they would they want just Corey Kispert? Would they want the sure thing um, in, in that sense? I, I think that's... A really fair question: Would they go for a guy like Jalen Johnson, or would they just, or would they take Alpern Sangun? Um, you know, I, I think that's a really, really fair question. Um, you know, Jalen Johnson feels like a good pick for them, but that leaves Orlando at eight with some really solid options. I, I, I am on record; I'm a big Moses Moody fan. Uh, honestly, maybe Golden State takes Franz Wagner. That that would, that would be a good pick for them as well. I'm on record here; I'm a big Moses Moody fan. Um, I think that he has the complete package for what the what a team is looking for in a 3 and D guy. I agree with all that analysis. I think he can give you a little bit more scoring too. And so even though the Magic take Suggs, I, I still think you go with Moody in that second pick. That second pick, the guys that I'm really targeting, and we'll mention this again, Scotty Barnes, if he falls that far, you take him. I think he's just way too talented to, to, to pass up. Um, Moses Moody, James Book Knight. Um, you know, I, I look at Alpern Sangun. I... I I don't want to go so young at the center position. I, I take Sangun if I know I'm going to be dealing Mobamba, um, and if I'm not, and if I'm on the fence about Wendell Carter, um, that's that's the truth. I'm not a big fan of Keon Johnson. I, I just don't think that he is the. Sh- I, I worry about the shooting with him, even though he is a really good athlete. Um, Davion Mitchell, I think you have to consider at that spot. I, I still think Josh Giddy has to be in that spot too. Um, you know, and, and then of course Corey Kispert, Franz Wagner, a little more, a little more solid, a little more. Uh, consistent guys, but in this draft scenario where the Magic are picking fourth and eighth, I- I'm going Jalen Suggs and I'm going Moses Moody. Um, I think those are the those those would be the picks that I would make for the Magic at, at this point. Um, again, Jalen Johnson, really good athlete. You know, I-, I think I think one thing that the Magic should really think about doing, and we'll get into this, of course, as we get through the season. Um, the, the, we'll get into this more as the season goes on, of course. Uh, or as the draft draft process goes on and, and what the Magic can do, I really think it's, it would be good for the Magic to take a swing on a guy with one of these two draft picks. Um, you know, that, that first pick, probably going to be the guy that you feel really good about is going to be a star in the central piece. But that second pick, don't be afraid to take a swing. If Jalen Johnson, you think, can be a player that can kind of jump up a level, take Jalen Johnson. If you think Keon Johnson can figure out his shooting, take Keon Johnson. Um, I like Moses Moody. I, I would avoid the, the kind of Older players, um, Franz Wagner, Corey Kispert, it's not that they're going to be bad players. I think they'll be very good players. 
that they're probably better served being on teams that are more established. I don't think that entering a situation like Orlando is going to get the most out of them and is going to help the Magic the most. Um, I, again, I know I've been banging this drum. I'm going to keep banging it. Keep Josh Giddy on your radars. I don't care that he can't shoot. I don't care that the Magic have a ton of point guards already. Keep Josh Giddy on your radar. That is a guy that Magic Brass surely likes, um, even with all the shortcomings that he has. But for me, again, Moses Moody has been really been the pick that I've gone for at the eighth or ninth spot when the Magic are are drafting. We'll do another. We'll do another lottery spin coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time to name. This week's Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. I'm going to go Sesame Street on you a little bit. Today's magic number is the number two. Can you count to two? One, two. It's very, very simple. Why is the magic number number two? Well, it's not just the magic number is number two. The Michelob Ultra Players of the Week are the number two and the number three. Why these numbers? Well, if you break down the NBA draft lottery, like I said, it is a uh, it is a drawing of four numbers, one through fourteen. If you break that down, that gets you a thousand num- that gets you a thousand one number combinations. The first hundred forty go to the Houston Rockets. The next hundred forty go to the Detroit, Detroit Pistons. The next hundred forty belong to the Orlando Magic, and the vast majority of them start with the number two. If a one is drawn, the Magic still have a chance to win the lottery, but they have like the last bits of the ones from the, from the NBA draft lottery. In fact, so it would be far more advantageous for the Orlando Magic if the number two is drawn. If the number two is drawn, the Magic's odds of winning the NBA draft lottery skyrocket astronomically. The, by my calculations, I don't have the official chart in front chart in front of me. By my calculations, the Orlando Magic win the NBA draft lottery if a two and a three are drawn. Any number combination, any two numbers after two and three, as long as it's not a one, the Magic win the NBA draft lottery. They also hold almost every single number combination that includes a two and a four. So two, four, five, six. Magic have that one. Two, four, seven, eight. Magic have that one. Two, four, seven, fourteen. Magic have that one. So your Michelob Ultra Players of the Week are the numbers 2, 3, and 4. They are your friends. Love them. Cherish them. Do you see things in threes? It's not bad luck. It's good luck. Remember, your fate, the Magic's fate, rests on the the number 2 ping pong ball, the number 3 ping pong ball, and the number 4 ping pong ball finding their way to the top. So cheer on the twos, threes, and fours, and have a good time watching the NBA Draft Lottery because while so much is riding on those ping pong balls bouncing around that drum, we still have to enjoy the moment. And so definitely do that with a Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoyed, and with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, Michelob Ultra helps joy create success. Remember, enjoyment isn't the end game, it's the whole game. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at Credit Karma. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more with a Credit Karma money spend account. You can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma money 
is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your credit karma money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has always already given away more than $3 million in Instant Karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of more than 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, that's now until next week, you'll be automatically entered to win $1 million. My pinky is at my mouth. Credit Karma Money progress starts here right now. Visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for a free uh, for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provi- provided by MVB Bank Inc. member FDIC maximum balance and transfer limits apply. All right, let's run through another simulated lottery here. This will be our second of the day. Rolling, we'll roll through it three times. So that's once, and then the magic one that one, so we'll skip that one. Uh, rolling through it twice, and three times, the lady. Hey, the Orlando Magic got the first overall pick in this simulated lot- lottery. Of course, the Orlando Magic with a 14% chance to win the overall first overall pick, and a coin flip to win, uh, to stay in the top four. So again, you're going to see, uh, there's again, a very, very good chance the Magic stay in the top four, but you need uh, a roughly equally good chance that they fall out. But Obviously, with the topic in the draft, the Orlando Magic are taking Cade Cunningham. Um, I've seen a lot of people ask, uh, and maybe we'll get into this in the third one, ask, would the Magic trade that pick? The answer is no. Um, I've seen a lot of people ask, could the Magic trade up to get in that pick? The answer is no. Um, I, 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 honestly, I just don't see how team, you know, why a team would, would move out of, out of these draft picks. Um, you know, again, it's not that there's a runaway guy. Like, Kate Cunningham is, like, clearing away the, the number one overall pick in this draft. Uh, and, and people seem to think that he's a pretty safe bet to become a star. Now, is he the kind of star that leads a team to a championship? He's not LeBron. He's not Zion. He's not, you know, Anthony Davis. He's not one of those, like, clear-cut runaway championship players. You know, he's, he's someone that's going to be very good, but not over-the-top good. Um, it's still a ch- franchise-changing player. Let's not take anything away from that. Cade Cunningham is a six-foot-eight point guard. Likes to get others involved. Is not a selfish player. That was honestly one of the frustrating things at, about him at Oklahoma State was he'd be in games and be like, "Cade, take over, win the damn game." Even happened in the NCAA tournament where I'm just like, "Cade, just win the game, do it." We know you can. Um, didn't have great teammates there, and obviously, I think Orlando would have some work to do to build a solid foundation, a solid group around him. He could play off the ball too. So I think you could play him in multi-guard lineups. So I'm not concerned about him playing alongside Markel Fultz. I'm not concerned about him playing alongside the other point guards that the Magic have right now. I could even see him playing some three, not a lot, but some three in small ball lineups. Cade Cunningham is about as good as you can get. And, and again, you got to maybe get him to focus a little bit defensively. Hasn't really had to in his career to this point. 
but he he can carry a large scoring burden, carry a large creation burden. And again, really the biggest thing that the Magic are missing, the Magic have missed since Tracy McGrady left in 2003, to be perfectly honest, is someone who can create their own shot. I mean, Hito did it a little bit. Jameer did it a little bit. Vince Carter was supposed to do it, and outside that big game that he had against the, the Pelicans, or uh, the, the, the Hornets at the time, um, from New Orleans, um, he never really did it. Uh, so getting guy, getting a perimeter player who can create a shot, it's been a long time since the Magic have had one of those. Um, Victor Oladipo did not really do it. Tobias Harris had a little bit of ability of it, but you know, again, it's been a long time since the Magic have had a premier wing player, and I think that'd be something the Magic should definitely invest in. Again, Kate Cunningham, runaway number one pick. Um, Oklahoma City came up second in this lottery. Um, that puts that probably mean they'll take Jalen. Uh, honestly, would they take Evan Mobley there? Between Oklahoma City and Detroit at two and three, they're going to take Green or Mobley. Um, Cleveland probably would take Jonathan Kuminga. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know if the scenario will play out, but if the Magic land the fifth pick and Cleveland's ahead of them at four, I think there's a really good chance that the Magic end up getting Jalen Suggs. Uh, I think Cleveland would be more interested in Kuminga than in Suggs. Um, you know, maybe Cleveland fans could dissuade me of that notion. Um, but with Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, I think there's enough there to stay invested in. Uh, I, I don't think Cleveland would go off board or, or try and crowd them out or, or look to move one of them at this juncture. Maybe they would. Maybe there's some rumble. I, I know there's been some rumblings about them being dissatisfied with Colin Sexton at this point. So maybe they would. Um, fifth pick, Oklahoma City. They'll take uh, Jalen Suggs. Maybe an outside chance they they, they surprise people and take um, and take a, a guy like a Scotty Barnes, um, just because it, it fits more of a position lead. They're kind of loaded with Shea Gillis Alexander, but you know you pair SGA with Jalen with Jalen Suggs, you're you're gonna be fine. Um, you know I think they take they take Suggs there. Sixth pick, Golden State. Um, Golden State's trying to win now. Would they take Franz Wagner? Would that would that would that be a spot where they they kind of just go with with what what's kind of the known quantity? Would they go for a Scotty Barnes as kind of an understudy to Draymond Green, so they can play that kind of big four role that that point that point forward role off the bench as well? Um, would they look to Corey Kisper? Would they look to again a more established guy? Would they look? I, I I think Franz Wagner would probably be a pretty good pick for Golden State at six seven. I think Toronto takes Alpern Sangun. They seem pretty set on getting a big in this draft if they can, um, which leaves Orlando again at eight. You know, maybe Scotty Barnes is on the board. I have him sixth on my board. And again, a little bit of a reach, not going to lie, just a little bit of a swing. Guy who's a six, essentially a six eight point guard, point forward. Um, you did draft Gabe Cunningham, who's very similar, similarly situated. Uh, Barnes would not have to, you know, if you draft Barnes, Barnes would not have to start right away. You have Jonathan Isaac, you have Chumo Kiki, you have guys that he can kind of understudy and play behind. Is that worth the investment? I don't know. Um, but I, I, I would, again, a lot of the same characters here. Moses Moody would definitely be on my board. I will repeat, I don't care that Josh Giddey shot less than 30% on threes in, in the NBL. He led the league in assists. 6'8 point guard. I am, or, you know, like a huge, a big point guard like him. And this Kate Cunningham looks like a point guard. Josh Giddey's like Ben Simmons in, in a lot of ways. Um Keep Josh Giddy on your boards. Don't 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 ignore him. We'll we'll go through some draft. We'll go through draft prospects after the draft. Well, I usually start start the start draft prof- profiles then. So again, Orlando to me really the big goal is first get get in that top five. Get one of the five big players that are in this draft. Absolute must for this team. Um, you know I don't think 
I don't think that I don't think you can get around it. The Magic need to get a top five pick in this draft. With that second pick, go for a little bit of reach. Whether it's Scotty Barnes, whether it's uh, whether it's Josh Giddy. Honestly, like Moses Moody to me is a much safer pick um, because I think that he has a very he has a defined skill set, but he's a little bit of a swing too because I think that he has higher upside. Um, again, big reason why I have Moody very high on my board is I don't think he can be a number one option like he was at Arkansas. Um, in the NBA, but I do think that you know at the very least he's a three and D guy. At the very least he'll be able to hit outside shots and defend well with his plus wingspan. But he'll be able to create his shot shot as well too. So depending on the lineup, depending on the night, he could have big games. So I'm really high on Moses Moody. I'm interested to see how the draft process plays out. We'll do one more lottery spin, and I'll give some closing thoughts uh, as we prepare for the lottery coming up in just a moment. But no NBA playoffs on Monday. Obviously, the league taking the night off. Much deserved, as much as we hate it. But remember, our Road to the Finals playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. So, remember, joy uh, joy creates success, joy, and if you don't enjoy the ride, why bother? Enjoy Michelob Ultra while you watch the NBA playoffs. Today's podcast also brought to you by pals at Built Bar. Built Bar now has nine delicious flavors available, including occasional limited time flavors. And you can try all your favorites in a mixed box. You can get two of each of the nine flavors, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. These are not your typical, typical protein bars. These are true supplement bars. They're going to give you that little energy boost, that little protein boost that you need throughout your day. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, not a meal, a snack. It's what it's, what, what it's good for. Only four grams of sugar and only four grams of net carbs. A couple of the other flavors have a little bit more, but they're all under 200 calories. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of make and makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating question, questions? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Who's to say? Who keeps track of these things? I certainly don't. And wait, and then wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com and in your pocket. You don't need to wait on the service counter guy to find the part for you. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right. Let's do one last lottery sim. We'll spin the wheel three times. That's one. That's two. Magic got first there. And that's three. Of course, 
We couldn't do one of these without the Magic falling out of the top four. In this lottery, the Magic get the sixth and tenth picks in the NBA draft. Probably something, that's probably about as much, the only thing that would be worse is if the Bulls got the first pick or Bulls got into the top four and the Magic ended up picking sixth. Um, look, this is a scenario that can happen. Um, you know, we can't we can't deny that. Um, and the Magic would have to be very careful and, and think about who they would pick at six. Now, obviously, the top five, Detroit going one would take Cade. New Orleans at two would probably take, uh, it would probably take, I would think they'd take Jalen Suggs at two, actually. Sacramento at three would probably take uh, Evan Mobley. Uh, Oklahoma City at four would probably take Jalen Green. And, and Oklahoma City at five would take Jonathan Kuminga, taking both G League Ignite players. Um, the Magic at six. Every time I've gotten sixth, I've taken Scotty Barnes. Um, again, I, I think you you take a little bit of a swing. Um, I think you go get the player who feels very, very unique. But but the Magic also having the 10th pick, maybe I go a little safer. You know, I, I think this is a little high to go for Moses Moody, um, who I would probably have next on my board. Uh, I wouldn't take Giddy at this point if, if I know 10 is, is my next option. And 10, you're probably looking at Kispert. You're probably looking at Wagner. Um you know, again, you're probably looking at Sengun um, or or or, or um, Usman Karube. Um It's it, or or Davion Mitchell even. Um, you know, I I probably shy more away from point guards because again, at, at this point, you're starting to get to players who are probably not going to be as good as the players you already have. Um, at the top of the draft, don't worry about position because you're probably picking players that are better than what you already have, um, and so that matters. Uh, at this point, you know, again, Moses Moody. He's not unseating anyone that's already in the starting lineup. Um, is Corey Kispert going to unseat anyone that's already in the starting lineup? Is uh, Josh Giddy going to unseat anyone that's already in the starting lineup? That would be the question. And if you do, if you believe so, you go for it. Um, again, so again, maybe at ten, that's where I take Giddy, and that's where I take a little bit of a swing. And so maybe at six, I play it safer. Maybe I take Moses Moody there. Um, I, I think there, there's definitely a little bit of strategy that would go in into that, um, kind of looking at who else is available. Cleveland at seven. So let's say uh, Cleveland at seven is going to be hunting for Barnes. Um, so Scotty Barnes is your guy. You take him there. Um, Golden State, probably going to go with Sangoon or, or Karube. They'll probably go big. Toronto certainly would too. Um, so the Magic would definitely have, you know, maybe Golden State goes Kispert there instead. Um, so the Magic would definitely still have some options at 10 in this draft scenario. Um, but you know, again, I think I think you still take best player available. Um, you know, if that's Scotty Barnes, take him, even though he's going to be playing on the bench a little bit um, behind two guys that you, you really like. And again, I'm not going to sit here and say, I think Scotty Barnes has a skill that makes him unique, but is he going to be better than Chumo, Kiki, and Jonathan Isaac? My answer is, I don't know. Probably, maybe, maybe not. Um, and, and so that would make it very, very difficult for me to draft him at six. I'd want someone that I think could make an impact on this team uh, be, without having to move anyone else around. And and again, that's very hard with all the young guys the Magic have. So maybe I do go wing. Maybe I do take, maybe I do say, screw it. Take Moses Moody at six. Um, the question that a lot of people ask me is if the Magic do get the, you do, do fall out of the top five, six and 10, would six, 10 and Terrence Ross be able to get you into that top five? I really don't believe it would. Um, I think that the top five is pretty set. I think everyone's really excited about the top five in this draft. I don't. I think if a team gets into the top five, unless they are a playoff team, unless they're a team that really surprised people to get in there, I don't think anyone moves out of this top five. I think that this top five is pretty, pretty strong and a group that 
a lot of teams have been waiting for and want to want to see develop and want to see bring brought onto the team. So let me close out this draft lottery discussion with that. Um, you know, I kind of just ran through some scenarios, um, but really just remember that so much of this is out of their control. Um, we had a lot of arguments during the course of the season about tanking. I don't believe in the efficacy of tanking. Um, I, 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 I get it. I think the Magic were a bad team, and that's why they finished with one of the worst records in the league. I think that they certainly did some things to disadvantage themselves and put themselves in a position to get the top pick. But at the end of the day, the Magic are a coin flip away from, from a, a triumph or a disaster. Um, you know, I can sit here and say the Magic need to get a top five pick, but at the end of the day, it's out of their hands at this point. Fate is the only thing that's going to decide the Magic's future. I heard stories about Rob Hennigan um, during the Kristaps Porzingis draft. When the Magic lost that lottery, when they had the fourth, the fourth best odds to win that lottery and they lost it, Rob Hennigan knew that he missed out on a star player. And it can literally be that tiny of a sliver of hope. That tiny little bit. Uh, I think Zach Lowe reported that one that the Magic were one number off of winning that NBA draft lottery. That it was the last number that the Magic were in line to win that draft lottery and get that fourth that that pick when another team swooped in with the with the right ping pong ball. That's just how these things go. There's nothing anyone can do, and so you can't be angry. If the Magic lose this lottery. Look, if the Magic lose this lottery, then it's proof that tanking doesn't work. That tanking is, you know, yeah, increasing your odds, but ultimately can leave you bankrupt. It's a huge, huge gamble. And obviously even teams that are successful at it sometimes struggle. Philadelphia 76ers still have not won. uh, Have not gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals even. The Hawks, as many people have pointed out, got there with the fifth pick and Trey Young. Um, you know, the Phoenix Suns are in there with the eighth pick and Devin Booker. You can find stars anywhere in the draft. But what really matters is not necessarily where you pick. Obviously, the chances of getting a star decrease as you get deeper into the draft, but they don't disappear. Don't forget, for the first time in NBA history, a second-round pick won MVP this year. Giannis Antetokounmpo was drafted 15th. At the end of the day, it's not about where you pick. It's about the person you pick and how you develop them and the development culture that you have to get the most out of them. Look, would life be easier if the Magic won this lottery? Absolutely. It would be so much easier. Is it impossible if they don't? No. So, you know, we have the Michelob Ultra ads telling you to enjoy the process, to enjoy the moment. There's nothing anyone can do. The Magic are being dealt a hand at this point. And they just got to play that hand to the best of their ability. They could get pocket aces and be in a position of strength. They could get eight jack offsuit. Still have something to work with, but a long shot nonetheless. Just like when you're playing poker, there is no control over the hand you're dealt. And so don't freak out over the lottery. That's always been my message. Don't freak out over the lottery. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. 
I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himaly, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the places on the podcast. Your podcast enable listening device. Don't forget to check out the Locked On Today podcast today. What do the Philadelphia 76ers do with Ben Simmons? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at R underscore me. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We'll be back with a new episode of Locked On Magic late Tuesday night. Talk about the NBA draft lottery, what's coming up for the Orlando Magic. So definitely, definitely, definitely check your inboxes Wednesday morning. For that episode, I'll be online at Magic Daily throughout the day and during the lottery. Not so much right after the lottery as I will be at work, but uh, at, at my day job, but we'll have plenty going on. Don't forget to check out the Locked On NBA podcast, uh, Locked On NBA podcast feed, as well as their Twitter account at Locked On NBA Pod, Pods, I believe it is. Um, they'll be doing a live show during the NBA draft lottery so you can get uh, information directly from the experts, from people who know their teams about the NBA draft lottery. Unfortunately, I will not be able to join that um, because I will be at work th- at work at the time, um, but they'll have great analysis of the NBA draft and the NBA draft lottery as it goes down. So lots, lots, lots of ways to interact. Um, I will, I'm going to try and make an appearance at the at the watch party that the six-man show is hosting. Or not the six-man show. Um, yeah, the six-man show is hosting at Harry Buffalo. Um, so if you're looking for some place to watch and gather with Magic fans, definitely do that downtown Orlando. I know Orlando City's playing that night, so it's going to be a little bit busy. Uh, but there's still plenty, plenty of ways to interact and enjoy the moment as well. Have a great NBA draft lottery, everyone. Please don't freak out or worry about it. It is, it is what it's going to be. We'll see what the numbers give us, and hopefully the Orlando Magic can land their next star on Tuesday night. We'll recap the NBA draft lottery on our next episode of Locked On Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Austin Reich. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.